In today's episode, we'll be discussing Space Jam, A New Legacy, directed by Malcolm D. Lee, starring LeBron James as himself, Don Cheadle as Al G. Rhythm, Cedric Joe as Dominic Dom James, Sonequa Martin-Green as Kamaya James, Chris Davis as Malik, Ernie Johnson Jr., and Little Ray Howery as themselves. Voice cast is Jeff Bergman as Bugs Bunny, Sylvester, Yosemite Sam, Fred Flintstone, and Yogi Bear. Zendaya as Lola Bunny. Gabriel Iglesias as Speedy Gonzalez with a slew of other people voice casting. Music was by Chris Bowers. The movie was made on a budget of $150 million. I'm Mark. And I'm Kendrick. And this is Movies in Black and White. Space Jam, ah, uh, this iconic film from my childhood. Your childhood? How old were Michael you when that movie Jordan came out? Came out. Oh man, it was you know, not really childhood. I guess late teens. How it came out. When did it come out? It came out in. I, I just watched it the other day. It came out in '96. '96. Well, shit, I was out of college. Never mind, dude. I was uh, five. Yeah, that's <laughs> wow. Man, I'm old as fuck now. Um, you know what? The first one I got into because I was a Michael Jordan fan. It was just big time. Who wasn't you know, a Michael Jordan fan stuff. back in the day? And it was like, oh, this is something great. You know, he's doing a movie, all that. Now, in this one, LeBron throws out a line. says, you know, hey, athletes that try to act, that never works out well. And no, it doesn't. Not, it really definitely doesn't. not in this case. Even even in the old one, it didn't work out well because the lines are I, terribly delivered. I actually have a lot to say about that, if I may. Oh, really? Yes. So I went and watched Space Jam A New Legacy, right? Right. I love the original Space Jam movie that was near and dear to my heart growing up. My dad, when I was a kid, when I was old enough to actually, like I was three or four, right. he got me a matching pair of Air Jordans. Okay. So yeah. I had my own pair. He had his own pair. I actually still have them to this day. Gotcha. So Michael Jordan was a big thing for my dad. He loved Michael Jordan. Right. His number was 23. I was born on the 23rd. So, you know, it, it meant a lot for my dad. He loved Michael yeah, Jordan. Works. So when Space Jam came out, he took me to go see it. I fell in love with it. Like the Monster Squad, the characters, Squad, the, yeah. the Looney Tunes, everything. Yeah. Right. Loved it. Michael Jordan in that movie, it wasn't solely based around him. Right. So it was more about him, Charles Barkley, the other basketball players. Exactly. It had Larry Bird, Bill Murray. It wasn't solely focused on Michael Jordan. And it right. benefited from the that. The film, exactly. And the parts that did focus on Jordan, it was never lingering on him for too long. All you really heard was his voice a lot of the times. And the only time it was his face when he was making some sort of crazy face. Like, right, it's a Looney Tunes exactly. movie, so exactly. obviously you're going to make something crazy. This movie... New Legacy, hinged on LeBron's performance. Oh, heck yeah. Whoever made the decision to let him be the anchor for this movie <laughs> needs to be punched hard. You know, uh, when the movie opens, it gives a montage of LeBron's his legacy. legacy. Right. And it was great. Same you know, thing was, they did for Jordan in the original. Right. I was in Cleveland. I was in Ohio, Northeast Ohio, for all of that. Okay. You know, and saw him. Come out of high school, saw him play in high school. Right. Uh, so I'm coming out of high school, get drafted by the Cavs, and, you know, worked through, watched all of that, and it was great. Saw him leave, you know, agreed with him leaving. I was one of the few people who said, hey, he went you know to the Miami Heat. Heat. Yeah, 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 okay. And I was like, hey, he needs to do that because the Cavs weren't doing anything. We could go on for that for days. But 
you know, him coming back, bringing the city a championship. Uh, Steve Miocic brought the first professional championship in 50 years. So, mm-hmm. uh, being up there for the 1.3 million uh, people celebration, all that kind of stuff. It was great. But I also was like you. I said, you know, they can't hinge this movie on his ability to act and his ability to deliver this performance. No. I mean, they've got to put some people around him so, and do, you know... Don Cheadle to me was thank God he was in this movie. Oh yeah, because the movie <laughs> would not have survived <laughs> have without him. Exactly. Really? It, so the part that irritated me the most, and it dawned on me that LeBron was a producer of this movie. Like right, a lot right. of this movie hinged on him being in it. His acting ability was not up to snuff to be able to carry this movie, which it dawned on me. I was like, maybe that's why a good section of it is animated. Like LeBron's character is animated, so yeah. that they didn't have to really worry about his acting ability of course because in the first one michael never went animated no at all it was live action the entire time yep and i think that's when they realized like there's a workaround here yeah let's just draw the motherfucker and you have to make this easy on all of us i mean i think you know not being his strong suit because i mean you really look at lebron and even in his speeches he gives and things that he does for school and stuff like that he's comfortable to a point in public speaking I mean, right. he's, you know, gets the point across, you know, uh, comes up with some, you know, good things to say and all that. But, yeah, it's totally different than acting. Well, the dude's yeah. a funny man. Yeah. Like, he's he's a genuinely funny dude. Like, when was he in Trainwreck? That Amy right. Schumer movie? Yeah, that was... I'm not an Amy Schumer fan. Yeah. Never watched the whole thing. I did watch the scenes with him and Bill Hader, though, and he was good in those scenes. He was good Because he was not the anchor. Bill exactly. Hader was the anchor. Exactly. You deliver one or two lines, hey, that's awesome. Right. You can do that. But to really be able to say, okay, you know, I, I talked to Kelsey today. I was like, the thing that bothered me most about his acting in this was his feigning excitement. I'm like, dude, oh yeah, I can't. I you're not. It wasn't believable. No, it was like <laughs> you're sitting there going, oh LeBron, yeah, you're not really truly happy, right. excited about this. You're not conveying that to people. And then when he was trying you to know? be a parent. It came yeah. across very cardboardy. That's when I was like, I'm like going, dude, just be a parent. Right. You're a parent. How hard is that? Yeah. <laughs> you can do that. Yeah. You don't have to at that point, it. it's not acting. Yeah. It's just being a fucking parent. Right. But that's the difference be between an actor and an athlete. Right. <laughs> it's yes. like trying to well, act and trying and to be. And some people can make that transition. Right. He is not one of them. No, like, I don't I mean, care how much you force this on him. He, It's not him. Like, no, and that's it's okay. Not his, not it's, it's not his strong suit. I. I enjoyed the movie for what it was. It doesn't hold a candle to me, to right. the original, because right. I went back and watched the original, like I said, before, after I watched The New Legacy, and I thought to myself, I was like, okay, is this nostalgia, or is this genuinely just a better movie? I really sat and thought about it. I was like, nope, just a better movie. Right. I think, uh, you know, like you said, it's uh, it's almost like the movie Multiplicity. When you do something again... It's Michael very Keaton? rare. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's very rare that it's better than the first. <laughs> you know, and I go pee pee, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly she, right. she touched my pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> that movie, if you haven't seen Multiplicity, it is a it's worth a watch. But um, you know, it's the same thing with this. Trying too hard to beat the original. Right. Wanted to be something different, which okay, that's great. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, they gave too much of an effort to we don't want to fall into the trap of trying to beat the original, but we got to beat the original. And it it showed in the in the script right. and in the action and everything else in the movie. So LeBron's acting wasn't to me the worst egregious act of this movie. No. Like he did he did semi okay. You know there was there was highlights of the performance for him. Mm-hmm. And that's great. Like he he got better as it went, and then the parts that really hinged on him couldn't really sink him. Like that's right. not his style. Yeah. The part that really pissed me off the most. Was the fucking Looney Tunes? Mm-hmm. Looney Tunes are supposed to be loony, supposed to be cartoon violence to the umpteenth degree. And I'm gonna get closer for this. Fuck you if you don't think that's the case. You were wrong. You were dead wrong. <laughs> I don't care what you say. Cartoon violence is the Looney Tunes. That's yeah, go who back they and watch are. the old ones. Yes. I mean, granted, the old ones, some of them haven't aged well. That's part no, of the course with a lot of cartoons. Yeah. And but a Looney lot of Tunes, everything. Weren't that bad when you really look at them. If you go the, back and listen to old comedy that's, you know, the 80s. Yes. Even the 90s. It's like, 
that stuff, that shit didn't age well either. No. I mean, none of that stuff is... Some of that like, shit hit hard, too. Like, you it was know, like, woo. Like, what the, yeah, yeah, you go back and listen to um, Eddie Murphy's stand-up sometimes. Oh, yeah. You're like, whoa, they got away with this? Yeah. Like, no, it's, it was crazy. I, awesome you got away with that. Would not fly today. No, no, Absolutely not. I mean, hell, Pepe Le Pew wasn't even in this movie. No. He got... Which me bummed too, me out. Whatever. <laughs> he got he got cancel culture. Cancel culture. culture. Yes. Yeah, cancel culture. That's right. Which is just... It's a cartoon character. Yeah. If you're if you're if you think your kids are basing their opinions and their life off a cartoon character, you are fundamentally screwed up as a parent. Oh, you're fucking up as a parent. Yeah, because that if, too. that's my 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 uh, biggest gripe about saying that video games and cartoons and stuff like that desensitize the children and made mm-hmm. them believe that oh you can go out and get a gun and you know nothing will happen and all this stuff. Right. That's not true. We play cops and robbers. We played Cowboys and Indians, mm-hmm. probably not a good term. Uh, Cowboys and Native Americans, whatever. Uh, we no did, back in the day it was Cowboys yeah, and Indians. We'll yeah. Call a spade a spade. We, That's what it was. We look, watch cartoon violence, did all that type of stuff, and it didn't form us as people. Because no. guess what? We had people back here saying that's not real. This right. is not reality. You, you had you, a parent you, to yeah, parent you and be exactly. like, you can play, you can watch this, it's fine, but understand that that's not going to happen right. if you do that. Like. I watched Wiley e. Coyote and Run Runner since as far as back as I can remember, right? <laughs> yeah. I was smart enough to realize that if you fell off a fucking cliff, you're not going to get a pile of dust pop up and a sign that says, ow. Yikes. You're going to get splattered on the ground, dead as a doorknob. Like, you're gone. You're done. That's Dropping it. an anvil on somebody is Game over. going to kill yes. them. That is, <laughs> kids are not as stupid as parents want to think. Right. And you know, I grew up in the 90s, in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Where gaming was such a huge part of my life. You know, I grew up playing Mortal Kombat on the Sega Genesis. I grew up with Grand Theft Auto when it was first coming out. I grew up with all those games. Right. I've never held a gun in my life except for at the shooting range once or twice. Right. I've never killed anybody, ran anybody over, (laughs) shot a hooker dead and stole their money. (laughs) None of that. Because I was smart enough to realize because my parents taught me the difference between right and wrong. It's just a game. You cannot emulate it. The second you start to emulate it, guess what? gets taken away yeah. you are no longer responsible enough to play that game that's right they parented me yes that's, that's what i feel is wrong work. with cancel like the whole thing of or kids shouldn't be watching this this should not be allowed parent your fucking kids then don't yeah. let them watch family guy yeah guess what simple as that hey what are you watching family guy click, click. you know you're not supposed to be watching that there you're you grounded go. Doesn't matter if they throw a fit. I mean, the whole throw a fit thing and getting your way is just like so foreign to me because my parents would have been like are you fucking kidding oh me? Dead ass dude. Not even asking yes. a question. What did you just like? What did you say? It was a, it wasn't even the saying. It was yeah. just a look that you get, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, I fucked up. Yeah, that's it. Game over. Yeah. So, you know, getting back to the movie, I mean, that's part of you know what we you know saw in this movie. Right. Is that they uh, basically nerfed? The, oh yeah. The cartoons. Hearts. You know. The big thing for me too was what the fuck was the point of Bugs Bunny in the movie? What did he no do besides idea. the sacrificial play at the end? I have no idea. He got the squad back together. That's it. Yep. That was all he was there for. Bugs Bunny is a cross-dressing lunatic bunny that gets away with so much shit. Everything. Let him be that character. That's Everything. Bugs Bunny. If he's Everything. not dressing up in an opera as an uh, opera as woman a, and yeah. kissing Elmer Fudd, <laughs> it's not it's Bugs not Bunny. Bugs Bunny. Exactly. Doesn't make sense. And here's the thing. You would think... That would be more acceptable right now. Yes. You would think. So, One would think, right? Why are you taking those things away? Yes. I mean, it didn't make much sense as to how they edited the characters. Now, the going from animated to CG, mm-hmm. that was a little weird for me. I mean, I liked it. I thought they looked cool. Yeah, I think they I even love Daffy's line. I'm like, ooh, I look expensive. Right. Like, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that's Okay, funny. I can live with that. But I think they tried to bring them too far into the 21st century. Let right. them be a product of their time. Yeah. Let them be the link for the kids to go back in the past and be like, okay, what was this about? Exactly. You know? Make that cultural connection. If you forget the past, the past is going to repeat itself. Right. So no, do not let that people forget the past. Itself. Show this stuff. Let yeah. the kids see that. Let them know like that was not okay. Like Tom and Jerry, right? Right. Some of the stuff they did in that, not okay. Exactly. Uh, Dumbo. Yeah. Was that the one with the crows? Well, yes. Not okay. Those little rascals. I mean, there's some things that were like, okay, you know what? <laughs> These things aren't okay. Right. But, you know, we we don't take them away and say, okay, you know what? You can't ever watch that again. I hate the Little Rascals. You yeah. know, I grew up on the Little Rascals. Right. You know, knowing, you know, some of the things were 
hey, racist and stuff like that. It's right. like, okay, yeah, they did some crossing the line on some things. But it's like, that's part of history. You cannot uh, selectively write history. No. You can't rewrite it. You can't have, you know, right. this uh, crazy... It, it was all adaptation. hunky-dory back exactly. in the day. No, no that's not how that worked. There that was some idea. hard times, some trials, and I feel exactly. like if you take that away, you're taking away what people have went through. Yes. So yeah. that kind of just like, it's like, oh, we're going to forget about this. No, no, no. It's a revision. Real quick history. sidebar. You saw the 90s Little Rascals movie, right? Right. Okay. So you remember Darla and Alfalfa, right? Of course. Have you seen what they look like today? No. <laughs> so my mom sent me a picture because I love the Little Rascals. Like I, They used to make me quote, alfalfa speech all the time oh dear darla i hate your stink guts right like they used to make me quote that shit all the time because i would fuck it up at the end i'd be like love alf alf alpha like they just thought that shit was priceless right yeah she sent me a picture of what they look like today Mm -hmm. holy shit darla grew up oh i imagine oh darla grew up i text my mom back i was like darla hot as fuck and she goes she just starts laughing (laughs) she goes really son i'm like yeah, Darla hot as fuck. Like I, I thought she was attractive when I was a kid, and she right. was a kid. Yeah, holy shit, she got attractive like, as an wow. adult. Yeah, gorgeous. Man, oh man. I mean, you don't hold the candle, my wife, of course. Love you, babe. <laughs> yeah, I'm going over here in my quiet place. <laughs> not, not touching this one yeah. with the ten no. foot pole. <laughs> You're on an so, island. The part. Yet again, I'm gonna go back to the original. I love the Monster Squad. I think right. that's what they were called. Uh, the Monsters. 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 That's what they were yes. called. Cool characters. Cool designs. They were all in the same vein, but they all had their own unique look, their own color. Right. You could tell the characters who abilities they stole, right? Exactly. Like you could tell who cho- uh, stole Charlie's Charles Barkley's power mm-hmm. or say power, his skill. Right. You could tell who stole Muggsy Bogues. Everybody's power. Yes. Yeah. In this one, you could the the Goon Squad, where you could see the character or the basketball player's likeness. Mm-hmm was pointless it was stupid they gave them wings spider powers like yeah it was a little what crazy. was the point of that um you know some of the characteristics of these players i and you know i the arachna arachnica or whatever her name was yeah i'm like going okay i've seen her play i've seen anthony davis play i've seen J- damon lillard, lillard play right i mean lillard is quick but that's not something i would have put on him right like that I mean, he's a little different. I mean, some kind of gunslinger type thing. Yeah. That dude will shoot your eyes out. Right. But I mean, you know, yeah. Their, their character references and their little, you know, the snake body and all that kind of stuff didn't make much sense. Well, they were trying to gear this movie towards, obviously, we're not the demographic for this movie. Oh, no. They were not gearing it towards the old Space Jam fans. They were mm-hmm. gearing it towards the new generation of kids. And right. they tried to make the game of baseball more video gamey. Yeah. Which... I'm a huge video game guy. Like, I own every console there is. I play every game I can get my hands on. Like, that's that's what I love to do. You can't... Let the game of basketball be the game of basketball. Yeah. Like, if you can't yeah, write was, a movie around basketball, you don't deserve to write I mean, a was, Space Jam movie about basketball. I, I can see where they were going. I definitely right. see it. Cause, I, I, I mean, get the you know, story beat. Yeah, exactly. And like, like you said, I think, you know, the look of the movie... Right. was awesome. Yes. I mean, and the idea that he was coming up with this game where you had, you know, superpowers and you had power-ups right. and all this kind of stuff. I was like, yeah, cool. Cool. Because, I mean, it reminded me of old uh, NBA Jam. Oh, fuck yeah, you know dude. NBA Jam was literally my jam, no pun intended. Right. Right. When that basketball caught on fire and you slammed oh, yeah. dunk and the, the oh. net lit up, I was yes. like, yes. That's awesome. Uh, Get dunked on. You know, but, I, I, you know, it goes back to the, point that lebron was trying to make in the movie oh you got to focus on this and focus on that and not be kind of not be yourself right i think it it the movie plays well into you know dom being the the young kid and all that in this generation's speaking of which voice. that actor it's sad when the kid which his name was cedric joe mm-hmm. is a better actor than your lead well i mean <laughs> he's an actor no. Right, but he's a kid actor. Yeah, I mean, it's hard for kid actors to usually hold a candle to an adult actor. Well, adult yeah. actors have more range of emotions; they understand things differently than a kid would, so they can portray it differently. Obviously, except LeBron, right? But a bad kid, I think a bad kid actor is going to be better than LeBron acting. This is true. Day. I think they were they made a smart decision to choose a good kid actor. Right, though. I think so too. But 
like I was saying, I didn't care for the way the Goon Squad was Goon Squad was portrayed. I thought it was a little over the top, a little cartoony. Like mm-hmm. it. Okay, that's hypocritical to say a little cartoony, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like it was just, it was a bit too much in my opinion. Okay. Like the whole Kronos thing, whatever the who was that basketball player? Damian Lillard. Okay, yeah. The fact that he was slowing down time and like had all this clock stuff on, like it was just. I, they should have Overboard. gotten if they would have like cast Russell Westbrook in that position. Mm-hmm. I would have agreed with it more. Right. I mean, Damian Lillard, great point guard, all that good stuff. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I think they gave him a bad attribute. And you know, like you said, Anthony Davis with the wingspan, all that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, big dude. Right. Big dude can do all kinds of stuff, but he's, you know, none of them really did what they were, what they do on the court. Right. On a normal basis. It's like kind of weird, so. Yeah, I didn't even mind when Don Cheadle roided out. Oh like, no, that was okay. No, that was I could cool. get behind that. Yeah. Like it, my brother, he went and saw it with me, and my dad and my younger sibling. Mm-hmm. So they're, let's see, they're fifteen and eleven right now. Yeah. He hated it, despised it with a passion. Oh yeah. Oh, he was so freaking mad, and like my youngest brother was like, you know, they call me Ninnick because when they were little they couldn't say Kendrick. They, right. They right. called me Ninnick. He goes, Ninnick, are you going to review Space Jam? And my middle brother goes, you don't want him to do that. He's like, why not? He's like, you, you trust me? You don't want him to do it. He's going to tear it up. And I was like, I mean, I can't, can't be that bad. And I watched it. I was like, okay, it's nowhere near as bad as he was making it out to be. No. By no means no, no, is no. it a great movie. Does it hold oh, a candle to the original no. for me? Negative. But it wasn't, like I said, I'm not the demographic for this. Right. The fact that my younger brother loved it. He loves LeBron. Mm-hmm. You know, he now has his own Space Jam to grow up with and everything. Right. That's fantastic. You know, I'll still show him if he hasn't already seen it, the original one. Right. Yes. And he much. may not care for it as much because he wasn't alive when Michael Jordan was Michael Jordan. Exactly. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I think. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Give me a second. Yeah. Go ahead, because I need to compose myself for this next part. One of my favorite things, though, were the cameos of all the Warner Brothers characters. That was... <clears throat> Okay. One of my favorite thing. No. Hell no. <laughs> For certain ones, yes. yes. Kong, the Iron Giant, that was cool. Those CG characters. The Herculoids. Exactly. Right? With the fucking Agent Smith characters behind the Goon Squad. <laughs> I was like, what kind of Dollar General knockoff <laughs> oh, pieces of Mr. shit Freeze. is this? Like, you own yeah. the rights to these that, characters. I agree. Make them look like Pennywise. Pennywise, oh, yeah. you could tell, like, okay, that's Pennywise. But what the fuck is up with Pennywise? Yeah. Like, it, it distracted me from what was going on. The Penguin, Mr. Oh, Freeze, yeah, all of Mr. Smith, yeah. all of them. Like, like none of it Why did you do that so properly. Uh, You know what? If they would have done it as further background characters where you get glimpses of them. That's fine. Perfect. Bravo. Fine. You did it. Let's have some animatronic bad guys or something in the front lines mm-hmm. to where you don't have to, like, you can't nitpick a cross. Because a costume's a costume. Right. When you make a character that's very well-defined look, look like a cheap knockoff, knockoff. it is going to distract from me. It was Party Center. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Party City. Party City. Fucking costumes Costumes. from Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. 100% (laughs) fucking terrible. And that was like, to me, like, I called my brother after I watched it. I was like, I can get past the Don Cheeto look. Uh I can get past a lot of things. What I cannot get past is Dollar Store Penguin. All that crap. It's like, what are you doing? doing like you said you own the rights to the character you can go all out right it's you not make... like it's not like none of these actors aren't still alive yeah danny devito's still around oh, arnold schwarzenegger so i'm good. sure they would like be like oh cool it's a little cameo yeah i'll come in and do that i mean right. mr freeze looked like he had cancer yeah <laughs> i mean seriously yeah i'll give terrible. you that he looked uh, bony cheeks yeah, and everything it was yeah, like it was okay that i couldn't tell for a minute i was like okay i know the robe i know all that stuff that's mr yeah. freeze but i'm like going he looks like death from Bill and Ted. <laughs> I'm like, what, what's going on? But, uh, you know, oh, I do I do have to give him props for Herculoids. Yes, yeah, that awesome was cool. Right. You know. Yeah, no, but, some of those, like I said, some of the Warner Brothers characters, especially the cartoon ones and stuff. Right. Like, it was cool seeing all those characters. Like, the joke they made, like, what do you say? It's on, like, Kong. Yeah. And Kong's just like, in the background like, what? what? Like, that was funny to me. That yeah. was cool. And then seeing the Iron Giant and all that stuff, like, a lot of that stuff was cool. It was a lot of product placement for W. It was like self-influencing for Warner Brothers to put yeah, all the shit out there. Like, it was a bit much like, yeah. where they went through the Warner uh, the Matrix world, right. the Harry Potter, like yep. all that bullshit. All that. Okay, fair enough. Like when you go back and watch the Space Jam, there's a line in the movie where 
the sister, I forget his name, really funny dude. He was in uh, Jurassic Park, the fat guy. A little row. Yes. Yeah. Where he's like, come on, Jordan, it's game time. Get your hands on. Light, lace up your Nikes. Yeah. We'll stop and get a Big Mac on the way. And Mc- yeah. Jordan's sitting there drinking out of McDonald's cup. It's like, wow, you literally went through every endorsement that he has. Yeah. Bravo. <laughs> All in one line. Yep. That was it, though. Like, they didn't. It wasn't a constant thing in your face the whole movie. It was like, nice. here's a couple lines. Nice. Here's some funny stuff. Like, there it is. Original product placement movie, right? Right. This one, in your in face, face the whole time. It. In your face. Right. In your face. I mean, they did DC animated stuff, which was cool. Like, that was cool mm-hmm. seeing the original yeah. DC animated Superman, Batman, yes. all that stuff. That was cool stuff. They did all that nonsense and then gave these knockoff characters major the screen front time. Row. The back, just right the backdrop. They're right there, right behind Don Gio. Right. Just, I'm like, ah! If you're going to motion capture these NBA players as these bad guys, why don't you just motion capture these other villains? Oh my gosh. And just CG them in there. It it, it cannot be more expensive than what you already did for the rest of the movie. That is a perfect idea. How did they not come up with that with your algorithm? Yeah. I don't understand it. But, (laughs) you know. Oh, dude, it was... That was like the most egregious thing for me. That yeah, bothered I me. To know, and even thinking about it now, like I'm getting red in the face, a little pissed off just thinking about it. Like <laughs> anytime that part comes up, I'm like, skip, skip, yeah. skip, fast forward. It's just play. terrible. Okay, cool. It's like, terrible. Yeah. Because you see wrong. these guys and they're back there and they're horribly acting and you're badly. <laughs> and they're over here like, oh, oh, what the hell? Oh, yeah. no. It's it's like, like oh, if you could see man, our faces now, because it was, stop. it was rough. Absolutely. And then yeah. I thought about this later too. I think since LeBron was obviously the main star of the movie, he was a producer. Right. I think he had final script say over certain things. I think when they gave him this script and like, here, LeBron, here's the script. Let us know what you think. He went into fucking Microsoft Word, went to the find replace thing, find LeBron James, replace with King James. Find all, replace, click. Because <laughs> how many times did they say fucking King, King James? James? Like that yeah. was ham-fisted yeah. in there. It's like, okay. We got it. Yeah, you're it's a great like, player. You know, fantastic. I I definitely sit back and I go, okay, he has had that. At first, he was like, you know, I'm not anointed king. Nobody's anointed king. He's like, right. wait a second. Number one, the first, uh, one of the first covers you had as a pro was you sitting on a throne on the, on, uh, Sports Illustrated. Right now, granted, I'm a LeBron fan. Right, he's from Northeast Ohio. I mean, he's done so many. Incredible things for that area. Nobody's gonna argue he's I mean, a great ball player. Great. He has and, and he's been a great philanthropist, right? Uh, but man, you can't come back and try to deny that you like yourself a lot. Just a little bit too much. You like Just yourself a, a lot. Bit so much. it's it's wild. But yeah, no, yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I, like, I think no. it was very ham fisted in. It was very. I will <laughs> give credit where credit's due. I did appreciate the father son story. Like, yeah. the son wanting to be seen and heard and do his own yeah. thing. Like, that was the ending to that was cool. I genuinely enjoy that. Now, having a son of my own, stuff like that hits me differently. Like, right. I want to make sure that I don't do that to my own child. Yeah. I don't want him to feel like he has to, A, live in my shadow, or B, do what I want him to do. It is certainly hard to not make that mistake. Well, and that's, right. I think, a struggle every parent goes yeah. through. But <laughs> the fucking ending where Bugs, after he did his sacrifice play, right? And then all of a sudden he shows up out of nowhere in the real world. He yes. goes, oh, cartoons never die. Like, mm. It's like, <sighs> okay, this is where we're at. Well, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I, that is kind of logical because he's died on screen. Oh, hundreds of times. A yeah. million times. Absolutely. I'm back. I've been shot. Right. Ah. I'm not going to argue that. Yeah. But how did he get in the real world? Where did that come from, and why was that even the case? This is a good question. And then they had all the the pictures of them hanging out, like at the yeah. pool and stuff, yeah. and just hanging out like their best friends. I'm like, here's the thing about okay. it: you bring up a very good point because if he could get in the real world from nowhere, yeah, how come they couldn't get out? God, I, I, you know what? I, I mean, didn't want to think about that because seeing that knockoff up. penguin walking down the street, <laughs> I just I don't know what I would do with myself. Oh man. I either want a want to beat the shit out of him or just go home and cry. Yeah, because it's heartbreaking to see that. It is heartbreaking. Ugh. It was. I mean, like you said, we talked about this a little bit before. It's like, hey, it is a movie that accomplished a bit of what it set out to do, which was try to get this generation on board. It didn't do it at the box office. 
certainly is not was not performing at the box office. No, and this is not a movie I went, either of us went and saw in right. theaters. I watched it on, I watched HBO, on HBO Max. HBO Max, yeah. yeah. It's $44 million, I think it's... $94 million right now, right now? $150 million. No, granted, oh. we're in, you know, getting close to post-pandemic oh, yeah, time. Yeah, the American yeah. box office hasn't made a resurgence yet. Like, I exactly. think with uh, Snake Eyes and Old, I was wrong. Old took the number one spot, which surprised me yeah. a little bit, but it was a very slow and week for the American box Black office. Black Widow took the second third. spot. Yeah, it took third. Old thought, old was first. I thought Snake, Snake Eyes, Eyes was, was second. Third. You might be right. I'm pretty sure I read Snake Eyes was second. I'll have to look yeah, into yeah. it. But obviously our next review is Snake Eyes, so we'll talk right. about we'll it then. We'll look it up by then. Yeah. But for this movie, you know, I don't really care if it makes its money or not. No. It doesn't make a difference to me. If yeah, they no. want to make more, they're going to make more. Warner Brothers can take the hit. Uh, HBO Max subscriptions alone will have paid for most of this movie. I'm sure that's where they're getting a lot of viewership right. from. I agree. Never in a million years would I have gone to see this in theaters unless right. my kid was older. No, heck no. Even then, I'd have been like, I was just watching at home, bud. Like, yeah. I'll take you to go see Snake Eyes or something Black else. Widow in theaters. Yeah. yeah, something that would be fun for the whole family. But this one, now if you really want to see it, obviously, I'd take Now, it. visually, visually, definitely, it was a pretty movie. The visuals were cool. I mean, Colorful as crap. Job. Yeah, everything. I yeah. love I love their new uniforms. Oh yeah, they were cool. Awesome. I like I like the original uniforms. I think I had the original Space Jam jersey. Right, but I really did. I I admired the new look. Like it was okay. cool. It was modern, colorful. Right, it worked. I agree. I agree. And uh, you know, like the CG was good. The uh, animation style was really nice. I yeah, you really they were good. with all those CG characters. There was really nothing that stood out. I was like, hmm, that didn't look right. So funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like. The original Space Jam where uh, Michael Jordan stretches out 30, 40 feet yeah. to slam dunk. You know, that was <laughs> the, a little bit over the top, but whatever. Well, the, you know, the animation and uh, graphics were a little dated on that. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. you know what, though? For being a 90s movie, it definitely holds up with live a mix of live action and animation. Oh, Because does. most of it was just animation with certain backgrounds of live action and Michael Jordan. Right. And Bill Murray, obviously. Yeah. Oh, Bill Murray. That's something we got to talk about. So Bill Murray. Great. Like great. A little addition at the end. Yeah. Played a cool part in the team. When fucking Sylvester came in and said, I found Michael Jordan. I knew better than to think yeah, Michael Jordan was actually show because this is just like, LeBron strutting his shit. Exactly. No way are they going to let Michael Jordan no. show up in this movie. No. Though I think they should have. And the, the weird, <laughs> painful, Look of excitement on LeBron's face was like, dude, you can't even fake that you're excited to see Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. That. And then so. Michael B. Jordan <laughs> yeah. shows up, and I'm like, all right, you know what? I love Michael B. Jordan. I'm not yeah. going to flack this too much. Please tell me he's, oh, he's not suiting up. Well, huh, okay. Good. Like, great. Yeah, I was, you know, he I didn't expect build, him. Bill Murray of this movie. Yeah, I like, didn't expect him great. to suit, suit up either. I, I hoped he would. Yeah. Bill Murray suited up, and he was like, he was one of the best parts of the final act of that movie. Yeah. He, yeah, was he was funny as shit. He nailed every scene. He, it's Bill Murray, though. Like, yeah. Bill Murray nails everything he's in. I've never seen mm-hmm. anything bad with Bill Murray before. Really? Honestly, I haven't. Yeah, it's hard, right? It to think, hard to think, of, think something. of something. Michael B. Jordan, I haven't really seen him in bad in anything either. No. Like, he's pretty great in everything. Even if it's a bad movie. Even he does Fantastic great. Four, he was good in. Yeah, he was a good I mean, like... He was a good human torch. Exactly. But it was a terrible garbage movie was garbage and i'm happy movie. that they didn't carry his character the over into the new movie of the garbage oh yeah that was bad movies oh straight well, up horrible we will have a comparison soon but <laughs> let's not yeah. talk about that. yeah that was bad um but you know when he didn't suit up and i was like really that's that's all the cameo we're gonna get of this like yeah <laughs> come on man like uh, see that's the part i love about the space jump the love was spread out yeah everybody had their beats hell charles barkley which you may know this better than I do, but didn't Charles Barkley and Jordan have beefs? Oh, they had beef they all had the time. Beef all the time because yeah. it was like Charles couldn't win a championship. And Michael Jordan kept snuffing him. him. <laughs> yeah. He would dog him out even, you know, during the <laughs> during the uh, Dream Team days. Right. So <laughs> it was you a know, joke. Jordan Jordan was the star of that movie. He still shared the love with everybody. Larry right. Bird was in it. Right. I mean, Jesus, everybody was yep. in that movie. Everybody was in that movie, man. Who? Besides the main basketball players that played the Goon Squad, which their live-action counterparts were very brief. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, my I met my dad's friends at a camp one camp time, yeah. and I got their numbers, and they let me scan them. Exactly. Like, really? That's all we're going to let these that's guys have? It. That's That's that it. That's it. Man. Like, I'm, I think they voiced their own characters. They did. Yeah, but Anthony Davison was 
was his character, and all of them, yeah, all of them did. But they didn't have any actual scenes besides lines. No. Right. And to me, that's like, okay, like, it's a little too self-indulging, if you Because ask even at the end, you know, of Space Jam 1, you know, when Larry Johnson, Muggsy Bogues, Charles, and all them, yeah, uh, was Patrick Ewing in that one? I can't remember. Um, got their powers back. Yeah. You know. Their abilities. Were, yeah, yeah, their yeah. abilities back. They were, you know, showed them off and everything like right. that. And you saw them throughout the movie just being down. Right. They didn't have their abilities, you know. It's like I oh, love man. the hospital scenes, the montage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My favorite's like when uh, they're going to the therapist. Yeah. And he's like, are you having performance problems in other areas? Man. No! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. But, you know, it was it was very self-indulging of LeBron. Like the whole King James thing, so not too. sharing the limelight with anybody else, like... Great stand-up guy in general, I'm right. sure. Like, oh, like yeah. you said, he's a philanthropist. He does yeah. a lot of good things for the area he's in. He's a good right. guy all around. I think this was not something that he should have been the only main star. Like, I don't think like so I said, either. Thank God for Don Cheadle. Yeah. And the fact that you took Don Cheadle and made him a great villain in this movie. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say a great villain. You made him a good movie, a good villain in this movie. Yeah. To replace the greatness that is Danny DeVito. Right. Bravo. Yeah. You did a good job. That was a good job. Like... By no means do I want to watch this movie again anytime soon. No, this is not a watch. This is a once and a done for me mm-hmm. type situation. Mm-hmm. Maybe in a few years, I'll circle back, watch it again. There's but to me, if I'm going to watch a Space Jam, 96 movie in a heartbeat. Yeah, I would I would pick it over this too. Right. And, and, and without yeah. even hesitating. Yeah. Now, I will say one of the funniest parts to me was Porky rapping. Oh, yeah. That cracked my shit up. Oh. That was controversial apparently. A lot of people didn't like that. Don't ask me why. I don't know. I I don't get a lot of the shit that people get what? upset about. It, it, are we assigning what to him? I, I mean, I don't know. Apparently, it's not okay for thing. a pig to rap. I mean, what? Dude, I don't understand it. Fuck if I know, dude. I thought it's it was funny, cartoon. and I love. I that was like probably LeBron's best acting was when he was in the background like, yeah, get it, poor you. great hype man, killed yeah. it in that part. I don't understand that. No, not even a what little would bit. You have a problem with that? Mm, I don't know. I thought it was funny. Like I maybe something has gone terribly wrong in your life if you <laughs> are upset that a cartoon pig you is know, rapping. This may be a hot take, maybe a little controversial. I think there's a lot wrong with people that are constantly upset by everything around them. Oh yeah, like you just oh. can't find happiness in life and let bygones be bygones. Like you constantly have to be offended by everything. Yes, you got problems in your own life that you maybe yeah, you need do. to circle back and look at. Yes. Just saying in general. Or you have to get something to do. That get too. a hobby. Yeah. Start a yeah. podcast. Do something. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's really Seriously. fucking easy. Seriously. If we could do it, anybody yeah, can do no it. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm hesitant to ask this, but Mark, do you have a score oh, for this movie? Oh, boy. You know what? Let me I go mean, first, because you usually go first. I want to be yeah. the one to drop the ball go on ahead. this one. I'm going to go with a four out of ten. Okay. I, I can see that as being fair. I can see this being fair. I'm going to go with a little bit higher, and I'm going to say a 4.9 because I think it, aside from the box office, accomplished what it was supposed to do. It's supposed to be campy. It's supposed to be childish. It's not not, not going to argue with that. But, you know, yeah, but as far as movie-wise and, oh, yeah, I'd like to see it again. No. I, honestly, I'd have ranked okay. it higher if it wasn't for the fact that LeBron was the sole focus of this movie. Right. The fact that the WB characters in the background were huge knockoffs that just <laughs> yeah. distracted from everything else that was going on around them. Right. And the fact that Hans Zimmer did the score for this movie, and I don't remember a single track of it. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah. That's, that's hard to take, isn't it? That's a big statement coming from you. I know. I love Hans Zimmer. Yeah. I, I seriously, I don't, I guess I gotta go back and I'll maybe pull up the soundtrack later and listen to it and hopefully find something. I'm like, okay. I can get behind this. And by the way, it is a 22 on Rotten Tomatoes. 29. 29 now? Mm-hmm. I just looked oh. it up. It's a 29. Wow. It improved. Yeah. With the, well, maybe Wikipedia hasn't updated yet. I can go to Rotten Tomatoes itself and check. Oh but gosh. right now on Wikipedia, it's saying the Rotten Tomatoes is at 29% with 183 reviews. Mm. Which, you know, okay. I, I can understand that. Maybe a lot of people had the same gripes that we did. But right. yet again, we're not the demographic. As no. long as the kids are having no. fun, this is their movie. Great. Hope they enjoy it. The original Space Jam, I don't remember exactly what it had around Tomatoes. I looked at it and I'm like, I shouldn't be surprised by that, but I'm a little surprised because right. it was it was fairly low Yeah, I back in the so. day. And I get it yet again. wasn't made for adults. It was made for the kids. And the fact right. that I still... Re- okay. 
it was higher. It was 44%. Oh, well, I, I can live with that score. Yeah. Like I said, it's for the kids. Yeah, exactly. Had not many kids' movies that are made for kids holds a high score. No. Except for some fucking many. reason, Paddington. Why that movie holds 100% Rotten Tomatoes is mind-boggling to me. Man. Is it because it's a classic character? No. What character? the fuck difference does that make? I don't make? know, man. Yogi Bear is a classic yeah. character, and they tore that movie apart. Granted, it's a shit it movie. It was a shit movie. But you get my point. Mm-hmm. Alvin and the yeah. Chipmunks, classic characters. Yeah. Tore that movie to shreds. Yet again, not the greatest movie. I enjoyed it when it first came <laughs> out, because again, I was close to the demographic. I was like 14 when that movie came out. I enjoyed it for what it was. Right. Would never really watch it again. Mm-hmm. But, you know, neither here nor there. I mean, should you take your kids out to go see it? Yeah, if they really want to go see it. If yeah. you have HBO Max, have a good family movie exactly. night in where you can enjoy yourselves. Also, I would recommend if you did take your kids to go see this, matinee. Yeah. Matinee. Don't don't spend the big money on it. Well, I mean, you can if you want to, if you want to have a family night out with the kids. But would I do that? No, probably not. Uh, now, uh, my dad did say that uh, my brother got very upset. And I thought this was hilarious because people are clapping in the theater. Right? Me and my dad hate when people clap in the theater. Like, it drives us bonkers. And the reason is, is because if you're not at the red carpet premiere with the actors in this audience, why the fuck are you clapping? Nobody's going to know you clapped. It's just obnoxious to me at that point in time. Like, if you really want to give this movie kudos, go out and get the good word of mouth out there. Go put it on social media. It's a great movie. Great. Everybody knows you liked it at that point in time. There is no point in clapping at the theater. To me, that is obnoxious. It just, it never settled with me. But in this movie, my brother was upset. My 14-year-old brother. No, 15. He's 15. My 15-year-old brother was upset because people were clapping at the end of this movie. My dad goes, why are you upset? He goes, Dad, you hate when people clap. He goes, it's a bunch of kids clapping. Yeah, and I, I, that is what I was going to ask. Yes. See, <laughs> I, I can be okay with that. Clapping. That's what my dad and I talked kids about. Kids clapping, I got it. Right. I understand This movie was perfectly. for them. Kids are going to be yeah. kids. Let them clap. Let them yeah. show their enjoyment. That's how they verbalize this kind of stuff. That's how they show they like something. Right. Adults, grown-ass adults, if they clap clapping and screaming movie. in the middle of a fucking movie because Captain America picked up Mjolnir. Woo! Irritating. Yeah. They, they, they You were. distract from what's being said in the movie. Like, I get it. Huge Marvel fan. Love those action scenes. I love when Hulk roids out and oh. decks something. But when you are laughing or clapping so hard that you can't hear the next line or nobody else around you can hear the next line, you did something wrong. We uh, were almost emotional when Captain America finally said, Avengers, Avengers Assemble. Assemble. Oh, that dude. was like, yeah, we love it. It's I was great. fucked up nine tenths. Infinity War and Endgame, I can honestly say, as a grown ass man that's married and has a kid of my own, I was an emotional wreck through most of those movies. Both of them. Yeah. I cried like crazy when Thor showed up. Like, I just, seeing Thor show up in Infinity War. Fully decked out, powerful right. as crap, throwing that axe around, eyes lighting right. up, just destroying that army. Something about seeing that in live action for the first time where Thor went hardcore just broke me inside. Because I thought about my uncle that never got to see, like, he was a huge super fan. He, right. I credit him for being the guy that got me into superheroes as hardcore okay. as I am. Yeah. He didn't get to see this. That, for me, broke me. Because mm-hmm. I'm, like, in hog heaven through all this, but he doesn't get to watch this stuff because he's not here. Right. So that kind of stuff makes me emotional. You know, when Iron Man died at the end of Endgame, mm-hmm. broke me to my heart. Because yes. I remember being in the theater watching the original Iron Man, loving yeah. every second Tough of it, scene. and to think that this was, you know, 11 years later, and he's it's in the, the journey, something about that just broke me. And like, you have a little, you know, hesitance, even though you know, you know, Kevin Feige's a great uh, right. leader. You go, man, this character, we, we basically grew up in Marvel MCU with this character. Right. The, the MCU hinged off Iron hinged Man. Hinged off of that. Yeah. Exactly. And, and it's like the going, balls to take him out of the equation. Where does that go from us? here? Yeah. yeah. That's impressive. And not right. only that, but you took out Cap. Yep. Widow. Yeah. Now, granted, we did get a Widow movie, but still. But still. The balls on that. But I still don't understand the clapping so obnoxious to that. Like, when... <laughs> okay. So, in Endgame, when the portal scenes happen, right? And everybody starts showing up. Oh, I was about to lose my ever-loving mind because people all around me, every character, the second they showed up, fangirl screaming, clapping as loud yes. as they possibly could, like, you're being obnoxious. Like, Just, I can understand, like, a little woo-hoo right here and there or, right. like, yes, you know, stuff like that. But I'm going to move my mic away for this one. Ready? Oh, my God, it's Bucky! 
Like, yeah. That for me was a bit too much. Like, you need to chill your shit out. Like, I can't handle that. Yeah. Like, if I was on a date with you and you did that shit, I would look at you and be like, what? I think I've told this story. When we went and saw Split, I know I've told you this story, but I don't know if I, I may have voiced this story out here before on the podcast, but, um, I don't know. When we went and saw Split, the scene where James McAvoy's character gets in the car. Mm-hmm. And she's slowly trying to get out after he gasses the other two girls, and she's slowly reaching for the door handle. Right, you I'm feeling my wife this. next to me tense up. I mean, just start <laughs> to really tense up. And like, she was not, she can't do horror movies. I've slowly broken her of that mold and got her into him. Like, she loves Halloween 2019. Okay. Oh my god, there. It's a good thing we were. I think we we're engaged at that point in time. Or we were already married. I don't remember. I think you guys were married. I think we were already married. If we weren't married at that point in time, I think I would have left her ass at the theater. Oh, no. Because right as she's about to reach for the door handle, my wife, top of her lung belts out, just go! And I'm like, oh, shut the hell up. No, you did not just belt that out at the top of your lungs in this quiet-ass scene in this dark-ass movie theater. The no. views expressed on this program are not the <laughs> views of everyone on the program. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, babe, shut up, please. Like, no, you don't yell out in a theater. It's not something we do. Like, come on now. Like, I get uh, it. Tense scene for you, but shut the hell up. You're taking me out of the equation now. Like, you're taking me away from the experience. I want to keep doing this podcast. Yeah. I don't want to hear that you've been stabbed in your sleep. Nah, she no, won't. I'm kidding. <laughs> she loves me too much. Uh, Listen, no, I'm a rascal. I, I make her chuckle when she's angry at me and I'm good to go. Yeah. So, you know, anytime know. she listens to stuff, she calls me and she's like, I heard your joke about me in your podcast. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah. What'd you think? She goes, you're lucky. I love you and you're cute. I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I love you, babe. I'll, I'll take you for sushi later. I promise. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There's a win for oh everything. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, but you said a 4.0. I said 4.9. Yeah. I, I mean, think those are fair scores for this one. Not, not a bad movie. Yeah. It wasn't the worst movie in the world. Was there things they oh, could have no. done better? Absolutely. We, we reviewed worse, far worse movies. The Lonely Guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was... True. We shouldn't even give that airtime. You know, I thought about deleting Indeed. that review, honestly. But yeah. I feel like it's such an, a short enough video. Like, we ran out of things to say pretty quickly. Oh, very. I was like, I was just so <laughs> heartbroken by a Steve Martin movie that I was, was that too, man. It was so bad. I mean. Yeah, it was hard. <sighs> but oh, by no means man. is this movie a difficult movie to watch. No. Is it great? Nah. Will it probably be remembered? Yeah, by this younger generation. Yeah, like, certainly. my generation remembered Space Jam. But do I think it holds a candle to the original? Fuck no. Mm-mm. No, not really. I mean, I I gotta say, you know, I, I find that uh, this one was, like I said, a copy, a carbon copy, kind yeah. of a cheap copy of it. Cheap you copy, know? yes, I will yeah. give you that. They did a like they tweaked it here and there enough to make it a different movie, right? But not different enough to hold stand on its own and be like, okay, I can get behind this exactly now. I did tell you earlier, and I want to mention it, that they're already talking about a sequel. Mm-hmm. And they're looking at the director of this movie, which his name's Michael D or Malcolm D. Lee. I've never seen his stuff before. Have you? Let's see. He did. He did scary movie. Ooh, he did a scary movie movie. Oh, he did Undercover Brother. Oh yeah, I fucking well, love yeah, Undercover yeah. Brother. That's awesome. Uh, Eddie Griffin. Yes, awesome. great movie. Uh, he's done a few. He did the barbershop, the barbershop, the next cut, Girls Trip. Night school, just random stuff. A lot of comedies. He did Soul Men. That was with okay. Bernie was Mac, right? Bernie Mac and uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, that's a funny movie too. That was. Um, he was in an interview. Oh, he's doing a Hot Wheels movie next, apparently. Oh wow! Yeah, that'll what be interesting. Is yeah, I don't know what that's going to be about. But anyways, <laughs> so he was he was doing a promotion for New Legacy, and he was talking about potential sequels already in the 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 drawing board or whatever. Okay. And apparently, I'm going to read this verbatim because I don't want to screw this up because I found this to be very interesting. After the release of the film, a third Space Jam was in talks by director Malcolm D. Lee with Dwayne Johnson involved as the lead, transitioning on the sports genre from basketball to professional wrestling. I would watch that movie in a fucking (laughs) drop of a hat. Instant. 
Well, I think, uh, you know, you hit it on the head earlier. Is Dwayne Johnson makes movies fun. He really does. You know, yeah. they're, they're, his movies are very watchable. So, I mean, you know, it's not something well, that, entertaining at the, at the least. I don't think I've ever watched a Johnson movie that I didn't like. Because he's such a charismatic guy. Even when he wasn't, like, top form actor. Right. He was fun to watch. Yeah. So, now he's actually got, you know, he's got his acting skills up to par. Like he he's really does. He's pretty solid in everything he's in. I mean, I love him as Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, yeah. I even awesome. loved him in G.I. Joe Retaliation, which I didn't care for that movie too much. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. he he's a franchise starter. He's a franchise kick in the ass. That's I agree with that. I mean, I don't credit him for the resurgence of Fast Five. Right. I think that movie was just solid all the way around. I think so, But I too. think he injected enough into it to help it get there. Mm-hmm. So watching him in another Space Jam, especially a wrestling one, will be really cool. As long as the Looney Tunes are loony. That's all I care about. Yeah. I wonder if they're, you know, would they get the Looney Tunes for it? I wonder. If it's a Space Jam movie or a Space Jam spinoff, what the hell to? else are you going to get? Uh, I the just Flintstones? Yeah, going for that would actually be pretty cool. That would be sweet. Then the Jetsons. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch that. In a heartbeat, yeah. Definitely. The Flintstones, because they did have a lot of wrestling... Uh, episodes. Well, I think WWE produced a few Flintstones direct-to-video. I might be mistaken, oh, really? but I think they did. Oh, w- really? WWE got into producing some stuff not that long ago. I think the Flintstones was one of the things they produced, like hmm. a Flintstones movie or something. I'd have to go back and look, but right. I'm fairly certain that was the case. Cool. So, so that's our views on Space Jam and your legacy. Yes. You got anything else to add to this, Mark? I do not. And I will preface this. I'm going to say this right out. If you thought we were harsh on this movie, you are not prepared <laughs> for the shit we're about to spew on our next review, which is going to be Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, just be prepared for that because we've been thinking about this for a few days and mm-hmm. I have only come Stewing. up with more Stewing shit. Stewing is say. more like it. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. So, yep. That's all I got, Mark. Anything else? Uh, no. I think this is a good uh, Stop review. Stop good point to stop at right alright we'll see y'all next time alright wanted to add a quick note that Hans Zimmer is actually not the scorer of Space Jam A New Legacy he was originally gonna do it but the actual score was done by Chris Bowers when him and Hans Zimmer were gonna co-do it but Chris Bowers ended up getting sole credit so just a little note added in here our bad I've been Kendrick and I've been Mark and this has been Movies in Black and White thanks for listening (laughs) 